All right. Hello, Irvine and surrounding communities. It is great, great, great to be back. This is Kevin Bossenmeyer, the host of UCI Conversations. It's great to be back on KUCI this fall quarter every Tuesday from 4 to 4.30 p.m., where every week we'll be exploring another corner of UCI with interviews of leaders, innovators, and everyday anteaters. And I wandered around Ring Road last week and this week, and Rush Week was happening, so I thought it was a great opportunity to explore what the fraternities and sororities and the Greek systems like here at UCI. So I have four interviews to uh, educate us and learn all about what's going on. So listen up, and I think you'll enjoy it. Hey, it's Kevin Bossemeyer with UCI Conversations, and I'm here with Ed Inunu, the Director of Sorority and Fraternity Life in the Office of Student Life and Leadership here in the UCI Student Center. And how are you doing today, Ed? I'm great. Fantastic. Happy to be here. Great. Last week, I interviewed several leaders of honor fraternities, and they talked about Rush Week. Now here, it's Monday of Rush Week, I think. Now it is late afternoon. I was surprised that there's nobody on Ring Road, at least in terms of boothing and so forth. Can you describe to us what is Rush Week and how do students get involved? So Rush Week varies per organization, but it's really the opportunity for groups to find the organization that's going to, a lot of organizations will go and kind of keep them a as a member. So a lot of organizations will go out recruiting to bring in respective new members here on campus, potential new members, P&Ms as we like to call them. And will they be out there all this week of, you know, mostly, well, September 30th through October 4th, I think. Will, will they be on Ring Road? Yeah, oh. definitely between this week and next week. So, like, our office strictly works with our single gender-based organization, so none of the professional-based fraternities and sororities. But uh, most organizations will be out and about to bring in those new members because first-year students have just moved to campus and trying to get a feel for what it is to join a respective new organization. Gotcha. And can you make a recommendation? Why should students be interested in a fraternity or a sorority? I think of anything, one of the most important things, there's this theory of involvement that says the more involved a student is, the more likely it is for them to find success. And so being plugged into different organizations, especially fraternity sororities, where there's values associated with them, a lot of them are associated with philanthropy initiatives to kind of improve the community around them. These are the types of initiatives that can help a student find exactly who they are and what they're looking to become. And so when you talk about what it is to join a fraternity sorority life, it's these lifelong memberships, these opportunities for folks to better the community around them and the school that they exist at as well. Oh, fantastic. I understand that there are more fraternities on campus than sororities. Or- I'd say for our single gender-based groups that fall to the sorority fraternity life office, we have about, I think, 23 or 20, maybe 26 sororities, and then a little under, maybe a little shade over 20 fraternities on that side as well. So, like, we have a few more sororities on our groups than oh. fraternities here on campus. Okay, so I misunderstood. Are they affiliated with each other in any, you know? Yeah, yeah. So with sorority and fraternity life, we have three councils that kind of encompass all of our groups. So like they're kind of the umbrella organization that kind of helps them out with programming and putting on events and activities, which includes the Interfraternity Council, IFC, Panhellenic Association, and then you have your MGC, which is the Multicultural Greek Council. So each of them have their own unique uh, mission mission statements and goals. But one of the key things is that they all are looking to make sure at least that Their respective organizations have values associated with all the events and activities that they're putting on as relates to building brotherhood and sisterhood, how to maintain academic excellence and kind of serve the community at large. Are there any major events this quarter? Does each fraternity and sorority have, you know, they they all have major events or are there any particular that that you've uh, noticed for this quarter? 
I think in terms of major events, I'm trying to think what comes to mind. I know a number of these organizations will do our council president's meetings. Those will take place three times a quarter. And then they also have their council meetings, weekly council council delegate meetings, which is just an opportunity for each of the respective chapters to share upcoming events and activities that they might be putting on on that front. And so I think of those council meetings, it's really just a great opportunity for them to collaborate and kind of figure out ways to work together on different initiatives that they have together. Does a particular sorority be a brother or sister to another fraternity, or not really? That's not how it works anymore? No, I, I wouldn't say that's not how it works anymore. I mean, most organizations kind of uh, develop collaborations between one another based on just working together and things of that sort. Gotcha. What's your favorite fraternity and sorority? <laughs> <laughs> My favorite fraternity? I won't say that much, but I'd say I love them all the same. I love them all the same. They all do a great job on campus. So the ones that continue to show up and put in the work and effort of the community, those are the ones I really love the most. Ed, thank you very much. Is there anything else that, you know, in terms of maybe any of our listeners who aren't familiar, anything else that they might know or how they could get more information? Is there a website? Yeah, or? definitely. So if folks want to find more information about sorority and fraternity life, visit sororityfraternity.uci.edu or find us online at Facebook and Instagram at UCISFL. Fantastic. Thanks, Ed. Have a great quarter. Thank you. All right. That was Ed Inunu, Director of Sorority and Fraternity Life here at UCI. In case you joined us late, you are listening to UCI Conversations. I'm your host, Kevin Bossenmeyer, and we are exploring the Greek system on campus, which includes sororities and fraternities, as well as honor fraternities, which specialize in specific disciplines. My next interview is with a past president of one of those honor fraternities, The interview was on location on Ring Road recently, so you will hear a little crowd noise in the background. Enjoy. (laughs) All right, this is Kevin Bossemeyer with UCI Conversations, and I'm with... Justin Lau of Phi Delta Epsilon. Can you say that organization one more time, Justin? Phi Delta Epsilon. And what do you guys do? We're a pre-medical fraternity here at UCI, the only one here. Um, you may see other uh, health-oriented organizations, such as like DEM and AED, and they're great because they're pre-health, and we all like come together to help each other out. But for us, we specifically cater to the pre-med community because it's so big here, considering we have a med school just around the corner. Um, and so we just help build a very nice community for anyone that's interested in becoming a doctor by facilitating for any of their needs, maybe navigating through classes because that's always hard, um, or getting them the right resources, getting them into research, or getting them in touch with physicians that we bring in to talk to us about what they do and overall the path to med school because it's long and it's hard and you don't want to be in it alone. Very good. So how long have you been at UCI? Uh, this will be my fifth year. Okay. And are you, so you're undergrad right now? Yeah, yeah. So you're senior? Yeah, super senior. Gotcha. I'm ready to go. <laughs> gotcha. So when will you graduate? Uh, sometime this year. I'm hoping in the winter. At okay. Least. I'm just finishing up some classes. And then will you become part of that match, the matching thing where, or you know, do you go to graduate school or yeah so the application cycle for med school should be approximately a year so we start around in the summer I think like April May when the applications you can open them and submit them finally and then that following year is when you would start med school so it's a very long process so you 
Usually in those gap years, a lot of people just work, hopefully build up their resume before they get interviewed. Have you started submitting applications? Oh, no, not yet. I'm just focusing on classes, focusing on graduation. Um, still have to take my MCAT. That's a first and foremost. So hopefully working on the application at the beginning of next year at least. Gotcha. Yeah. And is that why a lot of times people just pick, take a, uh, a recess year? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Cause it's what just, do you call it? A lap year? Or? Uh, gap year. Gap year, yeah. yeah. Everyone should take a gap year. Highly recommend it because you go through college, it's a lot of hard work, and then med school just gets even harder. And so a lot of the times for people that just go straight through, it's a lot of burnout. So it's totally fine to take one, two, maybe even three gap years just to focus on yourself and really figure out if you really want to commit to, you know, another four, maybe, you know, or more years to it. Understood. So you said you've been here, here at UCI for five years? This yes. Is your fifth year? Yeah. Excellent. So where did you uh, grow up? I grew up here in Southern California in Fullerton. Okay. Mm -hmm. And how'd you pick UCI to go to school? It was not Cal State Fullerton, so I didn't want to go there because it was too close to home, but UCI was far enough where I could commute, but then also like be on campus long enough to not feel like I'm really, really close to home. So I still find that independence here. It's a really nice campus, really nice, it's a big school too. All these uh, accolades it gets every year, so it's really nice, and I'm really proud to be here. Excellent. How long have you been a part of this organization? Since I got like freshman year, so I came in fall, and then I got in at fall, and I've just stuck with the organization since. Great. And so, how often do you have meetings, or you know, how does the organization work? So, as a member, you will be required to attend a weekly general meeting. Usually, it's Wednesdays, six to seven, and then if you are a new member, a part of our new member class. You'll have an additional meeting where, you'll, where we'll teach you basically all of our history and our values essentially and so you'll have to attend a, a meeting same Wednesday um, just right before our general meetings as well. What are your classes like right now? Now you're a senior, what kinds of classes are you taking? Uh, well, this is a funny thing, I'm a bio major, but then I also decided to pick up a film minor. So that's a big reason why I'm in the fifth year, because they're just so far apart from each other. But I love both, I love arts and I love science. So I'm trying to bridge the two in some way and doing the film minor is the best way. So I'm just finishing up film classes and then bio classes is also just finishing those up too. So it's a lot more relaxing. Um, second and third years were definitely the struggle years. <laughs> so I'm happy I worked through those to get to where I am. Do you have any sense of a goal of where you'd like to go once you complete at UCI? Gosh, I mean the goal is pretty much any med school, that's what a lot of people say, but I would love to stay in California, that would be ideal. UCI especially, I've just been tied to this campus, I've worked in the hospital since high school as a volunteer and I've done like summer programs here at UCI and that's really where I found out like my actual interest in being a doctor in the first place so yeah, I'm very tied to this school and it'll be great to go here one day so that's probably like my first choice. Excellent. What hospital have you volunteered at? At UCI's hospital. Oh, okay. Yeah, down in Anaheim. Gotcha. Orange, is it Orange, Orange Anaheim? Or there yeah, around, just right by the block, that one. Right, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I know they have like little clinics around but yeah, right. the main one with Douglas Hospital. In the future, is there any specialty that you want to emphasize? Or mm, I think right now, I think a lot of people like this one too. Emergency medicine is always a very exciting field to go into. I just like the excitement of it all. Always a lot of variety too. But right now, I'm currently also working as an EMT. And I, I'm really loving it. So that's where I'm leaning towards. But 
you really can't figure it out until maybe your third or fourth year of med school when you're finally getting into residency, actually doing rotations around the hospital and the specialties. So I'm keeping an open mind, but as of right now, emergency seems pretty interesting. How long have you been in EMT? It's been about, oh gosh, I think a year now since okay. I got my uh, certification. Uh, and I've just actually also been working here at UCI and another organization called Anteater uh, Emergency Medical Services, so AEMS. Uh, it's purely kind of voluntary, but we're all certified EMTs working campus events. So we've worked things like Shocktober, like last Shocktober, where a lot of crazy things happen, I heard. Um, so we had our EMTs there and everyone was safe, thanks to the help of them. And also Summerland, so all those event sporting events too. Do you actually go around in a vehicle? You know, when you, the, not at UCI, but you know. Uh, no, not not uh, yet. I'm just currently just focused in on here because I feel like everything's so busy. I don't think I could handle the job yet. But ideally, after I graduate during that gap year, like I talked about, I would hopefully find a job, maybe working ambulance or standby because I like that a lot more. Have you had any scary experiences just in your involvement in UCI as an EMT? Uh, not entirely. I have heard a few things. There have been some, sometimes there's cardiac arrest at one point, maybe. Uh, but for me personally, I haven't really encountered anything. Just, you know, at those few UCI events, some people maybe get a little too intoxicated, so you got to make sure everyone's okay. And so that's pretty much what I've seen so far. Um, but yeah, you always got to be ready for whatever happens. Gotcha. How many people are uh, members of your... Is it, it's a fraternity? That's just... Yeah, yeah, professional fraternity. And um, I think it's about we're at like 60. So we hover around maybe like 60 to 70. Okay. Yeah, it kind of stays that way. Depends on how many people we decide to take in and then how many people graduate that year too. What is it that initially interested you in medicine? Oh, that's, that's a story in itself too. For me... I kind of got catapulted into it. I never really got pushed as a child, I could, which is kind of great, not having to feel the pressure. But I had an experience in high school where I used CPR on my cousin because he was having a bad asthma attack. And it turned out that it actually helped and it worked. And so from that, my family kind of said, like, you should at least look into it. And so I looked into it more. And I already like, love science in general. And so I just kind of fell into that happily. Super. Yeah, really happy to be a part of it. And this is the first day of classes here, the fir first day of the school year. Are you feeling like, you know, what's your feeling like? Your excitement? Is it a little bit of uh, fatigue? I, I, you know, how are you feeling? Oh, yeah, uh, definitely. I guess, like, there is a sense of fatigue because I've kind of been at school nonstop taking summer classes almost every year, but this past summer I didn't I was just focusing on studying for my MCAT so it was a little more relaxing because I was able to manage my own time my own schedule but I mean being back here at school in your fifth year there's definitely like some sort of fatigue a little bit of anxiety because it's always like new classes you're taking um, but for me like school is school because I'm going to be there for forever at this point um, with the way things are going so I'm just seeing it just going by day by day. Hey, Super Justin, great to meet you. Have a great senior year. All our best wishes for the future. It's a great contribution that you're going to make. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Hang on for just a second here. You just heard from former California president of Phi Delta Epsilon, which is the professional medical fraternity on campus. 
You are now listening to KUCI's UCI Conversations, where we continue to explore UCI honor fraternities with an interview with the president of DDS, the dental fraternity at UCI, Delta Delta Sigma. Listen up. All right, this is Kevin Bossemeyer with UCI Conversations, and we're here on Ring Road in front of the Science Library, and there are different tents set up with tables of different, I think, professional fraternities. So right now I'm with... Audrey Nguyen. Hi, Audrey. And which fraternity are you with? I'm with Delta Delta Sigma. Okay. What does Delta Delta Sigma do? So we're actually the only pre-dental fraternity on campus. So like any other professional fraternity, we do brotherhood events. So we do like the whole big little system. But there's something different about our fraternity, uh, which is our big project, which we have known as our mobile de- uh, dental clinic. So we actually purchased a trailer and we took out everything inside and installed chairs and all those dental equipment. So we actually do have our own mobile clinic and we go to communities where they can't really afford dental care. And we have dentists come and volunteer at our clinic. I see. So you guys aren't actually doing the dental you're just assisting uh, yeah we're assisting with it's hands-on work for us we're in charge of running the whole clinic so we deal with patients we're maintaining all of the supplies and we're the ones who are reaching out to dentists and getting them to come and volunteer with us although they're doing the actual work because we're not dentists yet we are assisting them yeah gotcha are you an undergrad i am yeah and what year are you i'm a third year okay and when did you decide to study dentistry I think I knew early on, probably since middle school, I wanted to just because I loved, I didn't hate going to the dentist, I actually enjoyed going there and I loved my orthodontist, I loved how he loved his life and his work and so I got really interested in that and then I started shadowing at a few dental offices and I found out like, oh this is really the pathway that I want to take. Gotcha. So as a pre-dentist, are you taking biology? Yeah, or? we're biology majors, and in our fraternity, we actually have a lot of different majors. It's not only biology, it's public health. We even have an anthropology major in our fraternity. So. And then when you go to dental school, is there a dental school at UCI? There isn't, unfortunately. We have, I believe, six different dental schools in California, and UCI is not one of them. Okay. <laughs> are there any dental schools in the UC system? Are they outside the UCLA? Yeah, there, UCLA has one, USC has one too, UCSF, yeah. all of those, yeah. So they're universities too, yeah. Gotcha. How many members of your fraternity are there? We have around, not including alumni, just people who are still undergrad, um, we still, we have around like 30 people. Yeah. Okay. And how many people are at uh, UCI majoring in dentistry or pre-dentistry? Um, actually, we don't know. I know, you know, it's everyone who comes to UCI that's usually a bio major, they even, I remember in my freshman like seminar class that we had for bio, the first question they asked was, who's pre-med? And basically everyone raised their hand. And then it kind of trickles when everyone starts going through their first year, second year, realizing, oh, maybe pre-med's not the option for me, and they start considering dental. So a lot of our members are usually like third years, second years, so it's tough to get freshmen to come because they're still stuck in the mindset of, oh, I want to be pre-med. But yeah, so it's hard to tell like who 
is um, pre-dental because it shifts so much. Gotcha. Back to uh, when you guys go out into the community, how often do you do that? So we're trying to hit for every month now. So it's been every quarter that we do one, but we're trying to hit for every month. And it doesn't have to be huge clinics that we want to do. We just want to do maybe a small clinic so we can get at least a clinic going every month so that we can reach a wide area, not just only one area. OCs are being concerned right now, but we hope to spread too. Where was the last location? Yeah, we went, went to, to um, Boys and Girls Club of Santa Ana. So okay. through that, we were able to connect. What we usually do is to ask different areas like centers that already have the people for us so that we can just go there and set up our mobile clinic. And we also use their facility too. So just because our mobile clinic can only we can only work on two people. So we did buy other equipment too so that we could set up at the actual other facilities that we work at. So um, Boys and Girls Club, um, they're kind enough to let us um, volunteer there. And so they even created a whole patient list for us and asked the um, family, uh, students that went to Boys and Girls Club so that we would reach more people. So far in your college classes, what's been the hardest? Did you find one area was particularly challenging? Yeah, <laughs> I would say organic chemistry is probably the hardest class for me so far, just because I've only been, I've only taken like first year and second year classes. But yeah, those were, that was probably the hardest for me and a lot of my classmates too, so. <laughs> gotcha. So entering into your third year, you said, right? You know, are you excited about this upcoming year? Is is this the big hump year? You know, what, what, give give us a sense of that. Yeah, I'm actually really excited for third year, just because everyone's told me that you have more flexibility in what classes you want to take. First year and second year, you're kind of you have a structure that you have to go and the course that you, courses that you have to take. It's all structured for you. But towards third year, you get to be more flexible. You get to choose what upper div classes you want to take, what bio classes you want to take. So that's more exciting for me that I can like kind of gear my studying towards things that I actually want to learn and know about and what building here at UCI is the is there a particular building where pre-dentistry is taught no actually pre-dentistry is not even taught in UCI at all a lot of our bio classes are usually taught in BS3 yeah so that's why we're trying since pre-dental not really it wasn't even like really it's not really talked about in UCI. Um, that's why we created the fraternity in the first place, so we can start getting all the pre-dents together and discuss, like, and help each other towards our future and dental pathway. So, yeah, we're we're fairly new fraternity. <laughs> oh, are you? How yeah. old are you on campus? We 2016 since yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Great. Were you a founding member of the organization? I wasn't, but. All of our founding members, a lot of them are now in dental school, so that helps us. So they give us kind of tips. They come back and give us um, presentations on what they've experienced so far in like the applications, uh, taking the DAT, um, how their school life is um, at their university that they're taking for dental school too. So it's it's I'm very like thankful to that I got to be a part of that. Yeah. Excellent. And the DAT is that the dental admissions yeah. test? <laughs> it is. Yes. How hard is <laughs> um, it's a six-hour test. Um, most people like to spend about two and a half months studying for it. It basically goes over all of the courses that you take in your first and second year and some of the upper div bio classes that you're going to take in your 
third and fourth year. It's quite difficult. A couple of our members actually took it two weeks ago or a week ago. They spent the whole entire summer studying for it, 14 hours a day. Yeah, it's stressful. Wow. Yeah, wow. so it's like the equivalent to the MCAT, except the MCAT, of course, is really hard. It's equivalent to it. Gotcha. How about any other events that your fraternity will be participating in this year? Oh, yes, we are. So um, we're actually two... In order to um, fund for our mobile clinic, we are throwing a our end-of-the-year gala, a fundraising gala. Um, we did throw one um, two years ago, and because of that, we were able to collect and earn a lot of money in, for our clinics that we wanted to do. So, and, including, um, and also on top of that, we also were able to buy our mobile clinic from uh, with the help of Ellen DeGeneres. She was the one who actually donated a big chunk of the money that we've earned yeah um through her so she yeah she gave us a big sum of our money um and because of that we were able to buy our mobile clinic and set up everything oh fantastic how did you get connected to her so she actually uh two years ago for her birthday she did a special on 200 or i think it was 100 acts of kindness um and she invited out different organizations and people that have done good um, so we, our fraternity just kind of applied and we got chosen to go on. So 10 people in our um, fraternity were able to go into on the show. Or not on the show, but like they were in the audience. Yeah. Um, and we, she decided that that day that she wanted to donate a million dollars amongst the crowd. So everyone got to split a million dollars. Wow. And so all of our fraternity. So that was a cheer, boy. Yeah. <laughs> were, you, were you there? I wasn't personally... Um, one of our members right there, he was. Uh, okay. Yeah, so it was really exciting, and everyone who was in the audience decided that we want to put all of that money towards our mobile clinic, so that's how we did it. Thank you very much for being with us today. Yeah. Is there anything that you want to say to potential students of dentistry in the future? Yeah, um, I think that people have a very negative connotation about dentistry. Most people that I've you know, talked to, they're always like, oh, dentistry, or people who are still like wondering what path they should take I think it's something that you should just go for it explore all your options not only be so tunnel vision on one thing but also that you know if you are at UCI and if you are pre-dental we are a DDS for a fraternity and um, that's why we did Delta Delta Sigma so it's like the title DDS come check us out and we can definitely give you some insight on the dental field and give you some tips too on how to be successful Fantastic. How do they get a hold of you guys if they you know, want to reach out to you? Yeah, you can check us out on any social media, Facebook, Instagram. We're just at UCI uh, DDS. And we also have a website, too. It's just UCIDDS.org. Fantastic. And, yeah. Thanks for being with us. Yeah, of course. Good luck. <laughs> Thank you. All right. That was Audrey Nguyen, co-president of Delta Delta Sigma, DDS, UCI's pre-dental fraternity. You are listening to KUCI's UCI Conversations. I'm your host, Kevin Bossenmeyer, and we are exploring specialized dual gender fraternities. That means men and women in the same fraternity, and that's what we're looking at right now. Up next is Amora Robinson, who is the Community Outreach Chair of AED, Alpha Epsilon Delta, which is the only pre-professional health society at UCI. This interview was recorded on Ring Road during Rush Week 2019. So here we go. I can't believe 
All right, this is Kevin Bossemeyer with UCI Conversations, and I'm with... Amora Robinson. Hey, Amora, and what organization are you with? I'm part of Alpha Epsilon Delta, which is normally known as AED. Alpha Epsilon Delta is a pre-health professional honor society. So um, you'll hear a lot about DEM, FIDE, and AED in like the same conversation. And the thing that makes us difference is that we are the only nationally recognized um, honor society of the three organizations. Great. So how long have you been a member of the organization? Um, I've been an official active member since spring of 2019. Okay. So fairly new. Yes. Uh, how long have you been at UCI? Um, this is my second year now. So just one year. Okay, so you're pre-med? Yes. So does that mean you're a bio major, or how does I that work? I am a bio major, but our organization is open to all um, healthcare professions. So you'll find farm sci, you'll find psych, you'll find people who are pre-dent, who are PA, want to be PTs, like just a very wide spectrum of pro- professions. When you say PT, what is that? Physical therapist. Oh, okay, gotcha. Fantastic. So what do you guys do? Well... What we do really is try and prepare our uh, members to be like the strongest applicants for whatever it is they go on to do. So we host a lot of volunteer events every quarter. I think our biggest one is in the spring we do free health clinic where we put on a clinic and we go to a community and we just serve as many members as we can. We bring in professionals to help screen them, bringing, um, yeah, just like healthcare to people who are um, in need. So we do volunteer. We get people connected with research positions on campus and jobs and clinics off campus. A lot of networking that way. We also host like banquets and things with like faculty so people can make those types of connections as well. Find people to maybe write, you know, their letters of recommendation, things like that. So how's it going for you in your educational process? Oh, that's the other thing. We do a lot of help with school. I asked a good question, I guess. (laughs) Go ahead. Oh, yeah. But I think another really great thing it does, like, you find a community of people who are very like-minded. I found a ton of people who are in my classes that get you your built-in study groups. You have people who are older who have already taken those classes and can give you advice that way, mentor you, tutoring if you need it, that type of thing as well. Another really big part of what we do because, like, that honor society we have like that GPA requirement we want our members to succeed academically as well that's very important to us but the question you asked was goodness sake how it's working for me academically I think it's been a really big help that way like just having those people I can bounce off of and work with because you know classes are pretty big as a bio major and maybe I don't know people going into it but I have like my friends now that I can count on that way excellent when did you decide to come to UCI? How did that um, come about? Oh, <laughs> that's actually kind of funny. Uh, it was not at all a first choice for me. It was a compromise between me and my parents. I wanted to go to school really far away. They were like, we're not having it. You need to stay close by. So it ended up being between UCR and UCI for me. And I had gone to, they had a program for like, it, like freshly admitted like black students that I went to for UCI that was really it was a really interesting experience for me. I really enjoyed it. So I was like, okay, you know what? Let's try UCI. And I haven't regretted the decision since. Fantastic. Are you a freshman? or a second year now. Second, second year. Okay. This is the first day of the school year for classes, the first day of classes. Mm-hmm. Are you, you know, super excited, can't wait? Are you a little nervous? What, what, what's what's the, the mentality? Um... I was kind of like ready to work hard. They say second year is the one that makes or break bio majors because you have 
OCHEM, which is really difficult. I'm planning on studying abroad in a year, so I had to move classes. So I'm also taking physics with that. And there's lab as well. So it's just, I know I have a lot of work ahead of me and I'm ready to get down to it and succeed. Awesome. Anything you'd like to add that we haven't talked about in your, with your organization? We have our rush week coming up, so if anyone is interested, I would encourage them to come out and give it a try. I know for me, I was approached last year, it was kind of like a split-second decision, like, yeah, I'll come check out this group, and it's ended up being like something that is really important to me, so I'd encourage anyone, if they're considering, if they haven't heard of us, to come check us out. Yeah, when is rush week? Rush week begins week one. Our first event is Info Night. I think it should be 630 at um, HSLH. So, what, so is that next week? Like uh, On Monday. On Monday, September 30th. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Okay, great. Fantastic. Well, hey, best of luck with everything. You're a great representative for your organization, and I, I'm sure you're going to do fantastic. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you asking about us.